What is going on, everyone? You are now tuned into episode 44 of the best of the best, Maverick's Guide to Success. As always, I'm your host, Maverick Levy. Before we get into things, I just want to say I hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend if you live in America because there is a lot of people that listen to this show that do not live in America. And if you don't, I hope you had a great weekend and a great week. And a big thank you to everyone in history, everyone that is fighting for a country that made Independence Day possible over the years. I feel blessed to live in a country, I should say in the country that is the best of the best, and that would be the United States of America. So while I love all of you all over the world that listen to the show, I'm sorry, unfortunately, America is the best of the best. But on a different note, let's talk about taxes for a second. And this pertains to those that have not always been such a longtime listener. And for those of you that do not know, my family has been in the tax business for a very long time. And I am going into it as well post law school, but I am always working within it now. So if you ever need any assistance with anything that is tax related, feel free to contact us by calling 800-TAX-LEVY, that is L-E-V-Y, or visit the website levytaxhelp.com. And if you mention my name or the podcast, you will absolutely receive a discount. And be sure you're following the podcast social media pages at TBOTBpod, and also visit the website tbotbpod.com. I know I always sound like a broken record every intro of every episode with those things, but there are additional resources that are great for you all to interact with the podcast on another level. I say it every week. I'll say it again. You can put a face with the voice you're hearing because I know that I always like to see the face of the voice that I'm hearing. But real quick, everyone, please Always remember, the discussions on this podcast are for informational purposes only. I cannot predict and do not guarantee that you will attain a particular result from the information provided. You should always seek professional assistance before making decisions in connection with the topics discussed. All right, now let's get into the nitty grittiness of this episode. On today's show, there is no guest. I am going in solo to talk about a topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and that topic is cancel culture. So I think the best place to start is by defining cancel culture. I have it in front of me here. This is live, and I am using the Merriam-Webster Dictionary website, and they define cancel culture as the practice or tendency of engaging in mass canceling as a way of expressing disapproval and exerting social pressure. A very interesting way to put words together to define that. But nonetheless, if that's the official definition that I will use for this episode, I guess it's fair. It's a fair definition for sure. They give an example here. Cancel culture refers to the mass withdrawal of support from public figures or celebrities who have done things that aren't socially accepted today. This practice of quote-unquote canceling or mass shaming often occurs on social media platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. You know what's funny is I've never really seen cancel culture live in person. I guess people protest, which could be considered a form. It's a, that would be a fair argument. But now that we have a definition here live that you all can hear. I want to know 
that what you guys think of them. I was going to say I want to know that you all know what it means, but I want to know what you think of them. So while you're listening, leave a five-star review for the podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're not, I still appreciate that you're listening, but you can't leave a five-star review. But leave a five-star review with what you think about cancel culture before we get into the show. So I will call the cancel culture people, the people that engage in the act of canceling on social media platforms, cancel culture clowns. That's what I have come up with. I might trademark it, so please don't trademark it. I'm joking, obviously. I'm not going to trademark cancel culture clowns, although it would be very exciting to see how many people that engage in cancel culture would come for me to cancel me because I'm trying to cancel them. But we're getting to a point where it's too extreme with cancel culture. And like I said in the beginning of the show, it's always something I wanted to talk about on the podcast, but I wanted to get some more experience under my belt as a host before I engage in a conversation. And the reason that I feel, I know I would say I want to bring on the best of the best in whatever industry they are to talk about that, but I feel like I grew up in the generation where cancel culture started. I grew up in the generation where you had a phone from a very young age. You were one of the first to be on social media. You know the ins and outs of how to work an iPhone. I am a part of that generation since it started, since the creation. And I feel that the people that participate in cancel culture are of my generation, maybe a little bit older, a little bit smaller, but I feel I'm smack dab in the middle. So I feel that I have a very good place to talk about this because of my age and obviously growing up in a technology way of life, I guess is the best way to put it because nowadays I don't go anywhere without my phone and I had a phone from a very young age. But going back to what I said, we're getting to a point where it's too extreme. Not everything that you may personally disagree with is a cause to cancel someone. It's creating division amongst ourselves as people, as human beings that may necessarily not need to be there. But don't get me wrong, there are absolutely times where people need to be pointed out as this person is doing something wrong and this is absolutely not okay and I'm going to shed light on it. But the amount of light that we're shedding on it, in my opinion, is almost having an adverse effect. We're giving them so much spotlight. We're giving them so much power in terms of now we are putting their platform on this I don't want to say pedestal because that's what you, you know, that's something that's a higher scale, but we're putting them in the spotlight and giving them more attention. And now people are going to hear about what their thoughts were and why they're getting canceled. So it's this sort of adverse effect, in my opinion, that's creating division amongst us. But there are times where it needs to happen, but I would say a majority of the time, I don't want to give a percentage because I feel that would be unfair that I haven't done, you know, I haven't studied or I haven't had a case study of every single instance that cancel culture has came for people. But there's definitely a reason and a way that we should not be canceling people as much as it is happening now. Like I said, I think a lot of the times that people are getting canceled in today's world and a little bit later in the episode, I will go into some specific situations and instances, but we're doing this too much and we're getting to a point where the people that are online canceling people, they're so extreme and it seems like there's so many of them. And it's funny because I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, I believe with 
Tim Dillon. It was an episode and they summed it together perfectly. So I didn't want to plagiarize their point, but it says they may seem like there's a lot of them out there. A lot of these people that believe in these radical ideas of canceling people and cancel culture, but it's really not. It's just people that have enough time to sit online all day and to try and get people to join them. Or you have platforms, which is also terrible, that are trying to encourage this cancel culture. They're putting that on there. They're plastering it. Snapchat, I see it happen all the time. They have they have third-party businesses that come in and pay for slots for people to click, whether it's news or whether it's not. But these companies out there, they are monetizing cancel culture. They're monetizing the idea of cancel culture. And we're getting to this point where it seems like this person's getting canceled, that person's getting canceled, but you just have people that are very vocal and have enough time to sit online all day to do this when in reality, you meet people and you're not really talking about cancel culture in a way where it's like, oh yeah, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to speak to that person. I'm never going to buy their product. I'm never going to this. I'm never going to that. That's not really happening in real life. And of course, I'm speaking from my personal experience, but I'm not sitting there, has it happened before saying, oh, fuck that company, fuck that person. Of course, that's happened before, but it's not a occurrence that when you're scrolling on Instagram every day and this person's getting canceled or you're scrolling on Snapchat news and that person's getting canceled. It's just not happening in real life. So it's happening online because you have these people that are sitting online and taking time out of their day for God knows what. Maybe they're sitting in their mother's basement doing this, but who knows why it's happening. Maybe they're bored. Maybe they hate their life. You don't know why they're doing it, but they're doing it because it's getting attention in my opinion. And I was going to say cult-like. I don't know if it's really cult-like. So I think a better analogy is the cool kids table in middle school. When you're in middle school and you're not at that quote unquote cool kids table, you look and you're like, wow, there's so many of them. Like, they're so cool. I maybe want to go there. I maybe want to do something that's going to get me there. And now you think about it. And I'm saying now because at 22 years old, I think about middle school and I think about like, okay, I had some friends that were a part of that cool kids table, but I wasn't really fully there. And I think about it now and they're the clowns. They, they're the cancel culture clowns. You look back and you're like, those people weren't fucking cool. Why in middle school? Because they could do this or they could do that. They weren't cool. So I think that's an analogy that I will use because you see people online and you want to agree with them and you want people to like you and you want to like them. But at the end of the day, it's why. Are you liking them for the right reasons? Are you liking them because that's what society wants you to do in today's day and age? So maybe the cool kids table in middle school, they might now be the cancel culture clowns. I'm not too sure. But I just thought it was a good analogy because... You know, maybe some of you listening to this podcast were at the cool kids table and you're not a cancel culture clown, but maybe some of you weren't sitting at the table and you're thinking to yourself now, like, wow, maybe that's true. Maybe now they are the cancel culture clowns. And going back to what I said about cancel culture giving people more attention for something that we're trying to get rid of. There are, I should say, there are specific times where engaging to the depth and to the volume that people are to cancel, it's not good. It's not better. Less attention given to these things is not going to give these people a platform. It's not going to give these people that, that feeling that they're longing for by sitting online typing these things to get a reaction out of people. Because at the end of the day, I think that's a lot of it. I think a lot of people 
of course, everyone knows the term trolling. I think a lot of people troll very closely. And I think there's a fine line between sort of this trolling and cancel culture and when are people trying to spark a reaction from others and when are people trying to create controversy for themselves, to humor themselves. And that's why you shouldn't engage as much in calling people out necessarily if it's not something so extreme. Like I said, there are very rare instances, in my opinion, where that needs to happen. And the majority of the time it's happening too much, but maybe less attention. Maybe we need to Maybe we need to do the silent cancel culture clowns where no one's talking about it because why the hell would we give these people attention if we're trying to not validate their ideas? Because there's always going to be people that will validate the ideas of people that are, you know, quote unquote, being canceled by the cancel culture clowns. So maybe giving less attention to these things is better. So the next part of the cancel culture clown episode I want to bring up is I'm kind of torn on this, but you see a lot of times tweets resurface or something resurfaces from a person's past from years ago, right? 10 years ago, 15 years ago, something they said, something, you know, that was said to someone somehow, some way, and it's getting brought back up. And it's like, oh, wow, that person said that that long ago, boom, canceled. That's what's happening. And then the people will come out and make an apology and say, hey, listen, I did say those things and you know, I'm a changed person or I didn't mean it. It was in a joking manner. And how can you infer a joking manner via a tweet, right? Even if that's not your humor, you wouldn't laugh at something like that. Someone else will laugh. There's plenty of comedians out there that don't give a shit. And I think it's great. They're not scared of the cancel culture clowns. And that's part of comedy, but they're there are people out there that probably fully regret not for being canceled, but regret it for saying, wow, that, that why would I say something like that? Why would I make a public statement about a situation like that? What was I thinking? And people, they grow or either they're still that same way. And when they're still that same way, depending on the severity of what they actually said, then of course, but I don't want to say they need to get canceled, but they need to you know, have some consequence, whether that's not giving them attention at all, because again, giving them attention is maybe going to make things better for them. But I'm torn on it because I think when someone comes out with an apology statement on something that they said from a long time ago, or comes out with a video saying, listen, this is what this situation was. And then people are still saying, no, like you said this 15 years ago and that because you said that 15 years ago, that's going to haunt you for the rest of your life and no one's going to buy your product. No one's going to collab with you. No one's going to do this. It goes again, like I said, I'm torn on it, but I don't think that it's right in the sense that we should be doing these things so extreme and we should be doing it so often because people say things all the time. I mean, we don't know half of the things that people say behind closed doors, and you'll never know that. You'll never know what people are saying behind closed doors that have a huge following and a huge presence. You won't, but going back and getting back on track, I'm torn on the idea of the acceptance of people changing. I think there was that, it may have been Chrissy Teigen. I don't know if it was her. It could have been. I could be mistaken. I'm not... I'm not one to know celebrities off the top of their head like that if I don't enjoy what you know they produce or what they do as an artist or as an actor, actress. I think it was Chrissy Teigen though, but she tweeted like, kill yourself or DM this girl, kill yourself or something and it resurfaced and she apologized and 
that's something that it's horrible. It is absolutely horrible. But does she really feel regret? And that's something also we'll never know. That's the problem. But giving her so much attention and saying like, look, she said this and she's doing this now and she's doing that. I mean, it was for, I think I still saw something like a few weeks ago. I'm not saying that she means it and that we should forgive her for that. I'm not saying that, but I'm also not saying let's sit there and demonize her life as a mother because deep down she could feel very horrible about that and do something behind closed doors to remedy the situation with that person, sat that person down, brought that person into her home and explained maybe she was going through a rough time in her life and taking it out on her instead of taking it out on herself in a way where she's going to get therapy. She's going to do something for herself. There's situations like that where we don't know what's going on. So to give attention to the situation, I don't necessarily think is the best thing. I don't think it is the best thing. And I'll say that again. And that's why I say that I'm torn on like a Chrissy Teigen situation because who the hell in their right mind, unless you are seriously in a bad place in your life or in a dark place in your life is going to go tell someone to kill themselves and type that and take time out of their day for what? They have to be unhappy somewhere. They, they have to be unhappy at some point during that time to say that to a person unless they truly you know, have a mental issue and are mentally ill. There has to be a reason behind them going and doing that. And then we get to the whole cancel culture thing from years ago. And of course, it's horrible. But we don't know. And certain celebrities and public figures may not put that out there and say, look, I'm going to record me sitting down with the person I said that to saying I'm sorry. You're just saying you're sorry. So now people will accept it. You don't know the situation. And again, I'm not saying, you know, that canceling her was right. I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm saying it was horrible. I'm saying it was horrible. It's disgusting. That's what I'm saying. It was disgusting that she did that. But again, I'm on the fence. I'm torn, not because I don't think it's wrong or I don't think it's disgusting. I'm torn because we don't know how she remedied the situation. I think I saw something that she came out with a video saying she's sorry or a tweet, but we don't know if there was more than that. But we don't know if there was not more than that either. So there's this fine line and we're trying to draw that line to be so permanent and so large that it's creating this sense where people are afraid to share their opinions. People are afraid that they are going to get canceled. People are afraid that by saying something that they believe in due to religious, due to social reasons, due to how they grew up in life, they believe in something. They're scared to share their opinion publicly, even if they don't have a following. I know people that do not have a following, that are not celebrities, that don't know 5,000 people, that are scared to share their opinion in a setting, in a classroom college setting. They're scared to. They're scared because they're scared of what the people around them are going to do. Are they going to remember this? Are they going to, if I try and run for, you know, public officer, if I try and do something later in life, and I'm not speaking to me personally, because I was never that person. I was never scared to say how I felt about certain situations. I was never scared to, to sit in front of a classroom and say, I don't think that things should be this way. I think that they should be this way. And this is reason X, Y, and Z. And I'm not saying I fucking hate you for thinking the way you think. I'm just saying I don't believe that. But sure, if you want to sit down and talk about that, that's fine. But people are afraid to share their opinion now because of cancel culture, because of the cancel culture clowns that are out there trying to create a place 
in this world where that it seems to be socially acceptable and not even acceptable. That's like, if you don't do that, if you have a platform and you don't cancel someone that's getting canceled and you don't make a statement on it, it was another podcast I listened to and it was someone that didn't make a public statement about someone that was getting canceled that they knew. They didn't make a public statement about that person. And people came for them saying, how could you have a platform and not say something and not say blah, 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 blah about this person? So you're telling me that now in today's society, you're going to cancel someone for not saying anything at all? You can't win with the cancel culture clowns because of this idea that we have these people online that are creating an environment, unhealthy environment, terribly unhealthy environment where people are unable to voice their own opinions because there is someone out there, whether they truly disagree with them or whether they hate them for another reason and know I can use this as a tool to make people go at this person. It's mind boggling to me. So stop with this bullshit of the cancel culture. And if you are one of those people that are listening to this right now, and I guarantee that there are people listening to this right now that have felt this way, that have been in a situation where it was either an online setting or an in-person setting, and someone was saying something that you didn't agree with, but you didn't voice your opinion because you were scared of what the backlash was going to be, even though it wasn't something terrible even though it wasn't like a Chrissy Teigen saying, kill yourself for what you did. Even if it's just like, no, I don't agree with you because I don't. And that's how I feel. And back up your feelings with facts, of course, or an outlook on life that is resonating with that feeling inside of you. But if you've been in that situation, I know it's hard because I had a very different opinion on issues in my college setting. And I was always probably... It was either me or it was either one or two other people that felt the same way. And I would just get terrible looks, nasty looks from people. And if you are one of those people that were scared to share your opinion or your thoughts on something because you were scared of the consequences, let that feeling go. Put that voice in the back of your head, kick it out of your head and say how you feel because I guarantee there is also someone there that feels how you feel and is also scared. So once you raise your opinion on it and you raise your voice and say, hey, this is how I feel and this is why, there may probably be someone there that feels the same way as you. But you two aren't sharing your opinion because this whole society that people have created where you're now canceling people, you're now canceling them, you're making people scared to share their opinion, to share their feelings, to share their views on life. And that is not the way that this world is supposed to be. It's not. It's going to cause us to all become uncreative, number one, because creativity stems from people thinking different ways. And if you want everyone to think the same way and do the same things and cancel the same people, I think it's going to hurt creativity extremely. But I also think it's going to create this robotic-like world where people are just doing the same things, saying the same things, posting the same things saying, fuck this company, screw this company, screw this person. They said this 20 years ago, 20 years ago, they said this. Oh, fuck that person. It's crazy. So share your opinion, share your thoughts. But of course, be respectful, back it up with facts or back it up with a viewpoint on life that is causing you to think that way. But say something, 
because that's the only way this is gonna change is saying something. I talk about leadership on the show all the time. That is absolutely being a leader. Being a leader is making this world a better place, making this world, I have a niece. I have the cutest niece. I was FaceTiming her today. Make this world a better place for those people that are gonna grow up in this world. Make it a better place for your family in the future. Make it a better place because you care about other human beings. And stop being afraid to share your opinion if it's against the majority and it's not bad. Stop being afraid to do those things. Also, I wanna talk about people that are getting canceled and I think I had Elizabeth Weber on the show, or last name maybe Weber, I don't remember how to say it, but I had her on the show and she was getting canceled for something or people were trying to talk to her and she was saying how people need to start quote unquote clapping back at certain people that are coming at them. I think that that should start happening more often. I think that if you see people that are gonna start coming at someone with true facts of things, Facts are the best because you can't debate something and then someone brings facts into it and then say like, oh, no, that's not true. And you have all the receipts and all the facts about why something is the way it is. You can't beat facts or come back at it with facts or come back at it saying, this is my opinion. I'm not saying you need to agree with me. I don't give a shit if you agree with me, but at least respect that in this country and in this world, I can have my own opinion. Right? I shouldn't say in this world because sadly and unfortunately there are places in the world where people are not allowed to have their own opinions and that's horrible. But in America, you are absolutely entitled to feel however you want to feel, have any opinion you want to have and say what you want to say to a certain extent, of course, but say what you want to say. And people that start to clap back, I think that would change the core society. It would make those people that are in the basement whoever that is, that it has enough time online trying to be a cancel culture clown and people are starting to clap back and they're like, oh God, I didn't expect this. I just expected an apology. I didn't expect this for them to come back and say, this is why I feel with X, Y, and Z facts. I bet you that that would shake a lot of things up and maybe create a change, create a change for the better. So if you do have a platform and you are listening to this podcast episode right now and someone next time, you know, something happens, they try and come for you, they try and do something to bring you or your platform and your business down, come back at them with facts. Don't issue an apology unless you're truly sorry. Don't issue an apology because that's what people want to hear is that you're sorry. If you're sorry, then you're sorry and people will know that you're going to be genuine unless you're an actor and actress, then you could probably get away with saying you're sorry and not actually being sorry. But listen, if you have that ability, do it. You're definitely gonna be scared and it's definitely gonna be fear inside of you when you do that because of what a horrible society we have turned into, specifically online in terms of the cancel culture clowns. Because like I said, it seems like there's a lot of them because they have a lot of time and they have a lot of energy to put into these. They have a lot of negative energy to put into these situations to try and quote unquote cancel someone. So start to clap back if you have that. But again, I want to say that there are times, very rare times, like I said before, where people definitely need to fucking be called out for shit that they've done. 
They absolutely need to be called out for shit that they've said, shit that they've done that has been so extreme. So like in my opinion, the Chrissy Teigen thing saying, I know I've talked about this a lot on this episode, but it just sort of came to mind. But that is something that I believe needed to be brought to the attention to have a discussion. Maybe not necessarily a cancel culture idea, but discussions do so much. If you can get people in a room and have a rational non-argumentative, when I mean not argumentative, I mean not screaming and yelling. Sure, you can argue and debate back and forth, but do it in a respectful and polite manner. Having a discussion really can open people's eyes. They really can do a lot of things because I'll tell you right now, there are certain social things and political things that I've believed in that my mind has been changed by sitting down and listening to someone that had a different opinion. Not saying, fuck you. You believe that? Fuck you. I'm not talking to you. I'm not going to respect your opinion. No, I sat down with them, had a conversation with them, whether that was a classroom setting or whether that was an independent setting where it was just me and another person or me and a few other people. But having that discussion can really open your eyes. So there are times when it's solicited. There's times when it's when I'm saying it, I'm saying canceling is solicited. And I will say that I'm not saying totally get rid of cancel culture completely because there are times where if people do something so fucking horrible and I can't think of a specific one off the top of my head, but there are times where people have done things that are so specifically horrible and disgusting and inhumane and those are the type of people that we need to cancel. Not someone that said something from 20 years ago or not someone that voiced their opinion on something. But again, people can change. I believe that people can change and can be sorry for something that happened and something that they said or something that they posted, something that they took a video of, something that maybe they were hanging around people that thought that was funny and they didn't and they were trying to follow them because they thought those were the right people to hang around. And then they realized years later, those people were fucking whack. What was I thinking, thinking those people were, were cool, they were cool for doing that. And I got sucked into that. That can happen. That can absolutely happen. So listen, have a discussion but I will say very rare instances. I know I said I wasn't gonna give a percentage, but maybe I'll say like anywhere from like one to 5% of things out there do deserve to be canceled that happen. It's very extreme. Maybe like a 3% of things that are the cancel culture clowns are coming for deserve to be canceled. But like I said, canceling someone, I personally think it's just better to be quiet and don't give them any attention. Just do your own thing. Don't You don't have to support them. You don't have to buy a product. You don't have to go see something they're in or listen to a song or like a picture. Just don't do anything. And that not doing anything and not interacting with that is going to cause a greater harm to them than giving them the spotlight over and over again, hundreds and millions of people saying, yep, this is wrong. Fuck you, you're canceled. Because then other people are just gonna say, wait, why are they canceled for what? And then you're talking about them. You've heard the old saying, any press is good press, even if it's bad press, something along those lines. So you're talking about them, which is getting them in your head, and then you're going to go online and people are talking about them. Just don't talk at all. If you want to cancel someone, in my opinion, if they've done something horrible, the best way to cancel them if they are making a living based upon a following or based upon the amount of people that are viewing, liking, listening, watching, the best way is to just not do that. 
not give them more attention. Let me go watch this video. Let me go back to this tweet and reply to it. You're bringing it back up. You're bringing it back up and they're gaining attention from it. And like I said before, there's going to be people that believe them. So those people that believe them, now they have an even stronger following with that person. So listen, I'll reiterate some things. People change. People can be sorry. There are times when people absolutely need to be, I hate saying canceled, but there are times where people need to be canceled for sure. That is for certain. And be open to voicing your opinion and voicing your feelings, but have facts to back it up. Have facts to back up why you feel the way you feel, or at least have a rhyme or reason for the way you feel. Don't just say, I feel this way because I feel this way. Okay, what is causing you to feel that way? What is causing you to say, I don't really think that that necessarily is such a bad thing, or I don't think that's something that is unforgivable, or I don't think that's something that is cancel culture clown-like. There's things out there that should be open for discussion. Fucking wish we could do like a huge open discussion on a podcast. Obviously, the clubhouse and Twitter has been kind of trying to do that, but it would be cool if we could talk about cancel culture in one of those settings. So maybe I'll look into that. Now, I want to go into my own experience for a second with cancel culture because my girlfriend, who I love, and I, if you're a regular listener, you know I talk about her probably once an episode. She does influencing. She does social influencing. She's been absolutely killing it. I have been so proud of her for seeing it sort of just started as like a BS. Let me just try this out during COVID. Let me see how this goes. And then it's completely transformed. And it is absolutely amazing to see what hard work is getting her and what hard work gets in general. But on her TikToks, of her in a bikini because she's an influencer. People will send her bikinis. She'll make a TikTok. She'll post a story. She'll post a picture and she'll get paid for it. And that is her job. But people are, so she had a TikTok and she was in a bikini and the comments in there were something along the lines of saying, because of the way she looked, because of her body, they were saying that they were, I should have had it up here, but it was something along the lines of, how do you know if I was not going to kill myself because you just have the perfect body and I don't? Something along those lines, indirectly, that's what they were saying. And that is fucking psycho. Because let me tell you, whoever that person is, I hope you're listening right now because first off, this girl eats anything she wants, but she puts in the work for that too. She works out, but she eats anything she wants. Tonight she's eating a brownie and she's eating this. And I think people have this connotation that these people out there that, you know, have good bodies that look good, that feel good, and they can show that they feel good. And then there's people out there that aren't feeling that way. I'm sorry you don't feel that way, but why are you going to attack someone that has put in work to look like that, that goes to the gym for an hour, hour and a half a day, that is exercising, that is eating healthy at times, but understands that you're human and you're going to splurge and you're going to eat sweets and you're going to eat unhealthy because we're human. But to say that you're going to kill yourself because someone posted a TikTok video for their job, that is fucking psycho. And try and say, oh, like this is horrible that you would post this because what if this was like the last straw for me? The last straw for you? That's crazy. And I feel so sorry for that person. But that's the society we've created. I feel sorry for her because she has been, and I believe it's a she, I don't know, I didn't really look at the account, honestly, could be a he posing as a she, could be, but 
What I do know is that that is fucking psycho. I'll say it again. It is psycho that someone would do that. But that is what cancel culture clowns have created. They've created a society where that's acceptable, where other people are liking that. Other people are liking that, saying like, wow, yeah, what if that is that? You shouldn't post that. Are you kidding me? You can't post a TikTok? Or let's go in. That was my own personal experience with things from a micro level. Someone that has... I shouldn't say micro because she has, you know, between TikTok and Instagram, about 40,000 people that follow her. So that's not really micro. There's definitely some stadiums that that would fill those that amount of people. So I wouldn't necessarily say that's micro, but that is just, that is crazy. It's not like she has millions of people and everyone knows her. That is crazy. It's crazy, but it's what the cancel culture clown society has created. And let's go into another example. I took this information too because I always want to give credit where credit is due and never want to take someone's info. But I want to say it was the Washington Post, but I'll give credit to whoever it is. So if you have it, we'll give you credit for it. But it was J.K. Rowling and it was, uh, if you don't know who J.K. Rowling is, first off, open up whatever web browser you use and search who that is because I have never even seen a Harry Potter movie, but I know that J.K. Rowling is the creator of the Harry Potter series. And so I guess what happened was she said something about transgender rights in a way that she was defending women's rights. She was saying that, you know, giving transgender rights is a cause of concern for women's rights overall. And she was getting canceled for saying that, for voicing her opinion on a situation like that because it is so present in today's society. She is voicing her opinion and getting canceled for that getting canceled for that. And it it is crazy. It is so crazy that people are getting canceled for voicing their opinions. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. But like I said, people can have an opinion. JK Rowling isn't saying you need to agree with my opinion. And if you don't, fuck you. If you can find me where she's saying that online, saying, fuck you, I don't care what you think, that is the only way this can be. And if you don't believe that, then don't ever watch a Harry Potter movie. Please send me that and I will Venmo you $500. And I will say that I'm sorry because JK Rowling said, fuck you. You need to believe what I believe because that's not the case. A lot of people that have opinions on things that quote unquote get canceled, they're not saying you have to agree with them. They're just saying, this is what I think. This is my opinion, and this is why I think that way. Look into the situation. She backed it up with facts, and it's a solid argument. But there's another viewpoint on it for sure that is also solid, but hers is solid too. So it's just crazy that that people are literally sitting there canceling her for voicing her opinion. It's bullshit. That's what it is. And I'll tell you, all of you cancel culture clowns that may be listening, let me tell you one thing. Nobody... And I mean nobody is perfect. So all the people out there that have a voice and have a following that you may look at and say, look at this person. I know a few people like this that are huge celebrities. So it's not even worth it to say their name because it's just all bullshit anyway. So I won't even, again, like I said, I'm not even going to give them attention. All these people that you think are so perfect And, oh, yeah, look, they're canceling that person too because they're a good person. I can guarantee you there are so many celebrities, public figures, social influencer people that have huge millions of followings 
that are saying things and doing things online that they do not actually believe in. They are sitting behind closed doors and saying, this is fucked up that I have to say this shit. And that is horrible because a person should be more in touch with themselves where they shouldn't have to lie and they shouldn't be so scared. But cancel culture and the clowns behind it have created a society where these celebrities are so scared of being canceled because people online will go to the place that they work, will write emails, will try and boycott things. For what? So let me tell you, those people that you're sitting there saying, I wish every celebrity or every person with a platform or every person with a big following would be like this person. I guarantee you that there are people out there that have done things, said things, tweeted things, put on their story, posted things that they posted out of pressure from you clowns. It's crazy because they can't not have no opinion. And if they don't have an opinion, then you're coming for them. So what do you expect when people are coming for them and they don't say anything? And so of course they're going to say something because now they have security. And if that's a society you want to have, please go buy yourself an island somewhere. You guys, there seems to be enough. I said there's not a lot in comparison to the world, but there seems to be enough where you could probably pull together some money, go buy an island somewhere and call it Cancel Culture Clown Island. You can all live there, and every week, one of you can be canceled for doing something. Maybe you ate with a fork the wrong way, because I feel that's the direction we're going. It's every little thing is getting nitpicked, cancel. If you're, <laughs> it's crazy, it makes me laugh. I'm literally sitting here podcasting alone, and I'm laughing, because it's so insane, but things need to change. So all of you cancel culture clowns out there, you probably are getting played by a lot of people and they are laughing at you and you're thinking that you're creating a change for the better. 95 to 99% of the time, you're wrong. That's what it is. You are wrong. So listen, everyone, I just ranted for a good amount of time about something that I feel strongly about. But everyone here, the best of the best listeners to this show, we are better than that. We are leaders. We can do better. We are not followers. We are not ones that give in to the pressure of social standards and social society and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all this shit. We're not like that. We are better. That is why I try and encourage leadership on this show. I want us all to make this world a better place. And the only way we can fight these cancel culture clowns is by stepping up and being the leaders that we know how to be deep down inside, even if at first they're going to say, fuck you, and it's going to be a fight, it's going to be an argument, be rational, be composed, be respectful, and back it up with facts. No one can beat that. And at the end of the day, and I'll be the first to say, there's instances where I should have done that exact same thing. I should be composed. I shouldn't yell. I shouldn't scream if I just back it up with facts. Sometimes I get the best of myself, and that's something I've been working on. There's always something to work on because, like I said, nobody's perfect. And listen, if you are a cancel culture clown, fuck you. I don't even care if you listen to the show. Stop listening. Please stop listening. I would, that's not allowed around here. Or maybe I change your perspective. Maybe you had a moment with yourself during this episode saying, wow, and maybe your perspective has changed. And if it's changed, great. So listen, that is it for the nitty gritty of the podcast. And 
I know I just went super hard and ranted for a while, but this topic is so damn crazy to me. Growing up in a world where people are scared to voice their own opinions, it's sad. It makes me sad, honestly. It makes me sad because when I think about this, I think about my niece who I was FaceTiming today laughing with not a care in the world because she's so young. She doesn't understand what the world's like. And I'm not one of the people that say, this world is a horrible place. I want to stay a child forever. I love life. I love the world. I think the world is a great place. I move to a place in the world that's beautiful. I look at a beach almost every day when I drive. Life is great, but we need to do better as a society. And the only people that's going to change it is us. And we're going to have to start somewhere. So stop being afraid. Voice your opinion. Back it up with facts. Be rational. Be calm. People are out here acting like someone who they aren't because of the cancel culture clowns. So stop. And again, be leaders. Be yourself. Oh, gosh. I feel like with that sigh at the end, I feel like is when I ask someone, what do they wish they knew when they were in their 20s and they sigh? That's how I feel. So now I know how it feels. But listen, everyone, please continue to spread the word about the show to your family, your friends, your coworkers. Listen, text right now. If you're listening to this, go to your phone, text the person you strongly dislike and say, hey, listen to this podcast. (laughs) Say, listen to this podcast because... They'll probably be like, what the fuck? Why is this person texting me that they hate? And maybe they'll actually listen to it more than if just you say to your friend, like, listen to this. And they're just like, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah, you're my boy. I'm not going to like listen to this. Maybe they'll say, thank you. This helped me a lot. And I get DMs all the time that I, sometimes I share them. Sometimes I don't. I get DMs a good amount of time from people saying the podcast has helped me in a business sense. The podcast has helped me in a school sense. The podcast helped me in this way. I thought that episode was great. So I'm so happy to hear those things and make sure you're subscribed because when you subscribe, you get notified when a new episode drops, which is every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time and leave a five-star review if you're listening in the Apple podcast app. That really helps the show, helps in a bunch of different ways. So please leave that there. And just for the shits of it, because this episode had such depth to it, and it's something I feel strongly about. If you made it through this whole episode, the first person to DM me on the podcast Instagram account at TBOTBpod, DM me, cancel culture clowns like wearing their socks in the shower. DM me that, I'll Venmo you $100, I'll send you some merch because they probably fucking do like wearing their soggy ass socks in the shower. They're fucking clowns. But that's it for this week, everyone. Let's focus this week on making this world a better place, on being leaders, on learning new skills. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of the best of the best, Maverick's Guide to Success. Thank you, everyone.